right, we're live. Hey, how's it going? You seem chipper. I'm excited. <laughs> um, we're here with Nick. Howdy, y'all. Stoked to be here. Nick what? Van Osdal. That's how you say it. Nice. I just actually didn't know. I'm not prepared, but I'm psyched. You, you're, you've been fun already. All good. So. Stoked, yeah. <laughs> We've got the beers open. We're ready to rock. We're ready to we're rock. Ready. Let's do it. So, Nick, you have the Keep Cool podcast. Yep. Um, you're at work week. Correct. What are those things? Yeah. So Keep Cool is a media brand where I write about and also talk about climate tech and climate solutions with primarily founders, but also occasionally investors, policymakers, pretty much the whole gamut. And Workweek is the digital media company that I work for and the brand that Keep Cool ladders up to. They acquired me about 18 months ago because they liked the work I did and wanted to have someone covering the climate beat for them. Cool. When did you start that? I started to keep cool back in 2020, so that's been about three years, and then I started working with Workweek in like the second half of 2021. Sweet. Whoa. Wait, I just have a few more questions. Oh. <laughs> and why, why? Why climate tech? Like, why? Why did you start covering that? Yeah, it's a good question. I'd been pretty much a generalist across my career until I started covering climate tech. But when I was between jobs in 2020 and was looking for my next thing i decided i really wanted to put a stake in the ground somewhere industry wise uh it sounds kind of cliche to say but i you know i'd always cared about climate i realized this is one of the big problems of the next century uh at least but 2020 was also super interesting because it seemed like there were just a lot of good tailwinds coalescing across a bunch of different kind of um sectors if you will for one the change in administration in the u.s felt like there was going to be a lot more public sector support for clean energy and climate related initiatives it seemed like there was a lot of private sector interest at the time also from like an early stage perspective perspective that was coalescing investment boom at the time yeah Yeah. it's kind of crazy climate tech got really hot sort of out of nowhere i think if you really trace it back to 2018 and 2019 there were some signs of like companies that were founded then that were starting to provide like pretty significant returns especially in like utility scale energy deployment and managing the soft costs of that companies like arcadia come to mind but yeah, suffice to say, private sector was getting pretty interested in it. It seemed like there were a lot of like founders and just entrepreneurial type folks talking about it. So I was like, okay, this feels like it's worth looking at and learning more about at minimum. And that's kind of what started the media angle is I've always just enjoyed writing as a way to prove to myself that I'm actually like learning about something. Like you mm-hmm. learn something and then you try to regurgitate it for other folks in a comprehensible fashion. Um, my hypothesis was more that I would find like a cool company to work for through the course of that process. And longer arc that might still be what happens but it turned out there was appetite for the media i was producing in the interim so we've been riding that way any that uh have a run for your money like (laughs) if you could pick right now (laughs) yeah i mean that's an interesting question i don't have any that immediately come front of mind but there's more like areas that i'm particularly interested in i think energy storage um weather batteries or something else strikes me as pretty yeah, significantly important you've done a yeah. ton of stuff on batteries lately yeah, yeah. i've been like focusing on that your stuff is batteries for sure a yeah. bit more that was definitely like a tent pole for for last month july biodiversity i think in and of itself i mean it's such a broad topic but so often climate tech gets a little bit myopic on carbon mm. but there's this whole like we're losing biodiversity so quickly and at the same time there's so many solutions that are born directly out of just like interesting microorganisms that that feels like an interesting area yeah to focus to what do you think of gmos 
like GMO. Like honestly, I do GMO not have like a big. I do not have a significant opinion on GMOs. He's just a reporter, man. He's yeah, just he's just news. talking about what he says. <laughs> I probably consume just as many GMOs as the next guy. So from like a habit perspective, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, like, you're yeah. like you're eating them. Yeah, I feel like there's this funny overlap between kind of like engineered organisms and like geoengineering and like kind mm-hmm. of like yeah biodiversity stuff meets like we will be the lords of the climate you know um, man i already want to get into this can yeah. we go there yet or i don't know are we still in the intro section? Well, i feel like we got to do our intro oh yeah we have some questions for <laughs> yeah. you we have our standard <laughs> questions for you. Okay. i was like nick wait, doesn't wait, get wait. out of this before, before we do those really though <laughs> where do you stand on the great energy tech versus climate tech debate what's the debate what should the name i kind of made it up but it's a, Before oh, no. climate tech became a thing, I was saying energy tech because sure. all the companies I saw were in energy. Sure. Yeah. And then between like our pre-seed and seed round, we became a climate tech company like okay. by yeah. the category. And I've been fighting a losing battle to go back since to being tech. like, I don't know what climate tech is. Like I'm, I work in energy. Yeah. I'm sympathetic to the idea that climate tech as a term is potentially like too broad to be useful. Yeah. But I definitely don't think all climate tech companies are energy companies. Oh, like, sure. They don't all yeah. do energy related. Yeah. It's like a work. square is a rectangle, rectangle yeah. is a square. Sort of yeah, because like, then people will be like, oh, like DAC. Or yeah. like just or like, like biodiversity like, right. stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Falls. Like, yeah there'll like, be like bigger buckets within it. And you're just like, we have nothing. To you know, like there's yeah. literally not. They're like, what do you think about climate tech? I'm like, like I have no idea. I'm like, I have yeah, no you're like fake meat. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Everything <laughs> ag related like, can you theoretically be climate tech too. But yeah, I mean, armchair expert, if you all wanted to call yourself an energy tech company, I'd probably support that because I think climate Sick. tech is a bit broad. Yes. Okay. That's one. I notch. got a supporter. Yeah. 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 This is like my new clean energy wires. tech. Five years later, Duncan got <laughs> private wire films. <laughs> All right. So, um, what are our questions? I uh, guess in this case, it's are you are you dirt pilled? When did you get dirt pilled? Or are you dirt pilled? Yeah. Do you know I'm, what a dirt is? I'm dirt pilled for sure. Yeah. I definitely okay. know what dirt is. And I think by virtue of that, that probably means I'm dirt pilled. Um, when did I get dirt? Probably in 2021 when I started focusing on the power sector more in my coverage. Nice. Um, and what was the third question? <laughs> or were no, I think well, it was like just how, those. Like, yeah, was there like a how? specific, yeah. like, how? Yeah. Um, was there like a specific thing that you're like, yes, who handed you we the need, pill? like, what we need event? DERs. It's not like enough to just do utility scale. Yeah. There's a fellow named Kyle Cherick who works on utility oh, scale yeah. solar. And I think he, wait, did. he's the guy who owns the domain name solar.com. No way. I'm not fucking Is he just kidding. like sitting on it? For no, like, he uses it for like, like a marketplace, like a like a Resi Solar acquisition oh, sick. thing. Yeah. Good for him. But I think he like exposed me to the idea of like the home and all the different energy assets that you have in it, like whether or not it has rooftop solar or like battery, like all the different things in the future that can act as, you know, a store of energy or a producer of energy. And I think when he helped me grok that and then I kind of explored more of the concept of the virtual power plant too and just if every home in the future has an EV and rooftop solar and stationary storage and you can do demand response with the air temperature and stuff like that. And then what happens if you scale that up times 10,000 homes? I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, yeah, there's something here for sure. Nice. That's sick. Solar.com. <laughs> I just think that's amazing. I'm Shout obsessed out with domain names. I'm just, I'm just kind yeah. of you thinking are. about how... You like own a lot of them. It just, it's like... It's just amazing. I'm just kind of yeah. pissed, actually, because you're Chief Derpillar on Twitter. And who, Kyle oh, yeah. is like stealing your thunder. Oh, we need all the help we can get. There's enough to go around. Enough yeah. Uninitiated folks to know. go around. Incidentally, I know the person I'm not going to reveal who, but I know the guy who owns carbonremoval.com too, and that'll probably be pretty big at some point. We'll see. 
Wait, what was yeah. the one we were talking about last episode? James McWalters like Solar Grazing? Solarpunks.com. Oh yeah. Who uh, has Oh yeah, or, someone or has solarpunk.com. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Someone has that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um Okay, what's our next one? We're just we're just dot com squatters. <laughs> yeah, it all comes back to like the early two thousands. Everyone after. still wants to be dot com, you know. Yeah. Um, even now. What is your favorite dir? Good question. Uh, I mean, I've been talking so much about like battery energy storage systems that I feel like I'd have to give a shout to that kind of like the yes. one to twenty megawatt utility scale system. Oh, nice! You specified. Oh, too. yeah. I was okay. just gonna ask you to do that. Wow. So, okay. home Little residential room. storage also super badass and super important. Otherwise, like rooftop solar penetra- penetration is gonna kind of like cap out. We've yeah. already seen states have difficulty managing additional penetration without it. So, hundred percent. I mean, we're even. We have a bunch of solar customers in Texas, and it's like they make like no money so much of the year. Yeah. I mean, obviously, weeks weeks like this, like prices are exploding at like three p.m. So right. they're like definitely minting cash, but um, we're just seeing like the customers with batteries are the ones like actually they make like four times more. Than Interesting. That. Yeah, yeah. I haven't so. been able to dig into that much like economic data from different battery projects, but it's good to hear that they're minting money. Maybe we'll I'll send you, I'll send you some of our data or something. I don't know Ooh. if that's allowed, but yeah, Ooh. I won't publish Ooh. publicize it. Or publish the data source at least. But yeah, I mean, I saw another interesting. I saw a white paper from someone else. I think the company is called Tierra Climate. Uh, they published it last week, and they studied 24 different systems, pretty large systems, I think, based on a variety of different criteria in ERCOT. And they said like they made those on average, those systems made like 50% of their money on the top 20 revenue days too. Oh so, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's still concentrated, yeah. but it's just like a different, yeah, different set of dynamics. Yeah. What's the other one we asked? What's your hottest energy take? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are last Do you think we'd never done this before? <laughs> hottest <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Let me think for a second. I, I think there'll be a commercial fusion reactor this decade. Wow. Wow. That is like... Wait, important clarification. That, this decade as in like the next 10 years or like within the 2020s? By 2030, inclusive of 2030. Let's that's literally that. like fusion core hot. Take. Yeah, that's yeah. the hottest. That's 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 a thousand degrees. The Kelvin. physically hottest yeah, take yeah. we've had. <laughs> yes. Um, whoa, I was that was on my list for things to talk nice. about because I I read that. Round Should we just go did. into that? Let's just go into that. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about your shirt too, though. Oh, thanks. Or right, I assume it's positive. Maybe it's negative. <laughs> no, it is. I've just been like, I can't read it, but it says Paradise New York. That's the brand. Mm. It's like one of those like flea market nineteen nineties like super cursive. It's sick. It, for those, it's a unicorn yeah. traveling through space. That's exactly right. I it's like pretty that sick. interpretation. All right. I just, I knew we were going to forget. So I just had to, that felt like an intro section thing. So, <laughs> all right. Pitch us on commercial fusion by 2030. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a hot take because I don't necessarily have like a massive amount of evidence to substantiate it. But based on, I mean, I think for one, based on how tight lipped some of the companies that I've talked to, <laughs> are like i can kind of just tell that they're super helion energy specifically when i've talked to them like they haven't actually given me much but the way that like their media folks are like kind of just like the vibe that i get from them is that they actually have some mm. pretty juicy shit uh and i'm probably not i love just to vibe be. that's yeah. like vibe reporting that's exactly yeah. <laughs> it's like the feeling I'm i get so from interested. them is like they've got some really cool stuff to announce in 2024 2025 and they're just like biding their time for it whereas the feeling i get from a lot of other pr 
climate tech company folks is where they would just want to like publicize publicize every little thing that happens so it's just yeah. like the polar opposite of that yeah the louder mm-hmm. the like the yeah least i real. think they're the most interesting of yeah of all of them i buy it i'm in because they like the what, question what's I, their so the question i always ask with fusion is why is it going to be cheaper than fission right Cause, yeah because fission is troubled you know sure, for sure um with expense um and what's interesting about Helion, is that how you say it? Helion? I think so, yeah. yeah. Is their system basically, right? Every every fission plant has like a big hot bomb <laughs> that boils water <laughs> that spins a turbine, right? Yeah. Still um, the steam generator at the end of the day. Yeah. Their plant doesn't need any of the steam generator stuff. It like directly outputs electricity. Mm. So there's a lot less balance of plant which a is less stuff to pay for and yeah. B is simpler to install and like build. Um, so like potentially there's actually a path to like a cheaper system. Yeah. Are they going to give hmm. me like my foundation, like small nuclear? Oh yeah. Devices? There you go. Yeah. For yeah. your basement, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Sorry. I want to say foundation. I mean like the foundation side. I picked yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know you well. Colleen. <laughs> Your lunchbox pa- lunchbox pail sized. Yeah. yeah, like my like nuclear belt tool belt. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way, honestly. I'm like long like... term, long term, I think it's the only way. The it's magnetic so f- confinement approach specifically. Oh no, I mean oh, like yeah. lunchbox nuclear. Okay, like, like... Yeah. it's so funny though to me. Like I was talking to some like tech. It was like a tech Twitter. He's like actually pretty cool, but he was like, "Oh, you work in energy," and I'm like, "Yeah," and I started talking about like DERs and stuff, and he was like. I think we should have a nuclear reactor in everyone's home. And I was like, we have solar. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, wh- like no one like connects that. Like you're making power in your house already. Sure. It's like very easy to do. Yeah. Like why do we need lunchbox nuclear? Like yeah. we have a fucking like power plant on your roof. That's the sickest thing ever. Well, yeah. But, like no one thinks it's that cool. I don't, especially if you add storage. Right. So you're good. Good to go. You know so I mean? I have a, yeah. So I have an important, so I have an important question on like on that. On that note, so, I just, I just, I just like, I just, I just poked, I pulled a. No, I don't know. I, I actually don't think, oh. I disagree. Nice. Because I don't think we like need to build nuclear everywhere. I just like want it to be small. <laughs> I like want that option. Um, it just as an option. Just as an option. That's nice. Be good to have the option. <laughs> just like if I need to pack it for lunch back, one day, yeah. back like pocket going on a camping trip. Um, <laughs> No, but okay. So something we we talk about a lot because I think like generally like we're like a pretty pro nuclear group, like theoretically like compared right. There's a lot of people who are like only nuclear or only sure. DERs. Yeah. So let's say fusion happens by 2030. Sure. Are you still derpilled? Like, do you think there's a place for DERs post fusion? And like, talk to us about mm, your feelings that's there. A good question. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely don't necessarily have. I definitely don't necessarily think that like this will be like a big commercial fusion operation by 2030 or to your point that it will necessarily like be super cost competitive. Um, I think it'll be more like proof of commercial concept. And then I think you'd probably still have decades before it like even overtakes nuclear fission in terms of how much like utilities connect utility scale, yeah. like grid connected energy is generating. And then either way, even if like say by 2050, that's a super viable and affordable option. I think, DERS will have been pretty damn important in terms of like the transition period. Like yeah. we might reach a point in a hundred years where we're just like 
using fundamentally safer, more energy dense forms of power generation and solar is yeah. not like as attractive at that point anymore. Right. But like the sure. fuel saving that's happening now is still pretty essential. Right. Hey, you've got a bit on this. On what? It's your cue. What do you mean? Dude, cheaper energy or pricier wires. Oh, for sure, for sure. In a yeah. nuclear world, you still need wires. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least yeah, in a utility like, I just walked you into like your beat. I uh, sorry, I was yeah. focusing on something else you were saying, which is <laughs> yeah, another sorry. beat I have. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's like there's too many beats going on right yeah. now. <laughs> well, yeah, the options but, are endless. So there's yeah. this this question of like. I'm sorry, I'm fixing um, my. The, okay. T and D, like transmission and distribution infrastructure costs are growing really rapidly. Yeah. Um, um, And not just because of like citing renewables in far off places or something like that, just generally. Um, And so there's, you know, if you're like imagining like the high energy society that's using like super cheap, abundant electricity to do like all kinds of crazy stuff, it's kind of not possible with our current infrastructure costs. Totally. Um, so I think that's like the remaining question is even, even if there's like the fusion miracle that makes like 24 seven base load, like one cent per kilowatt hour power, like it's still burdened by like 10 cent delivery costs. Yeah. So like, uh yeah, I mean, at some point it stands to reason we have to like try and redo the entire transmission and distribution system in the country. But that just feels like such a Herculean undertaking compared to like other things that we already can't get done that. Yeah. It's an interesting question to ask. It's like, how do you go and like redo all the poles and wires in every city in America? Yeah. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or do we, or do we just like keep everyone, building? Everyone gets nuclear in their home. Come on. Right I, off going, those yeah, I think, I think I after... <laughs> really hitting me hard. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Wait, okay. isn't that that was that the t- same take? That's what I was trying to say. I think we were saying the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about something else you said, which is fuel savings. Mm, sure. Wait, yeah. on that though, do you know what's gonna happen? Is Bitcoin citadels <laughs> with fusion reactors? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna build fusion where we can, and all the Bitcoiners are gonna go and build citadels what's around a, the what's nuclear a citadel? with their network states. You guys haven't heard like that? Yeah, this like Praxis Society is gonna go like build new cities. So you're not going to need the distribution because there's just like nuclear reactor cores in the middle of the citadel. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the but the bitcoiners are. I'm. Are there bitcoin you know, you mines? Guys remember so talking there's... about this with Troy? He was telling us about like bitcoin citadels. I don't really remember. There's like a thing in the bitcoin. I'm. I'm. I don't even know really what it is, but I just think it's the funniest thing. They want us to secede. They ba- yeah, own. they basically want to build like city states mm. with like Bitcoin, like hard currency and hard power. Sure. Like that's like their thing. They're like trying isn't to build that, like, natural isn't gas. Isn't there one of those in like some <laughs> South American country? Yeah. There's like some city state. That's Praxis, yeah. Praxis, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank you. Anyway, sorry. Oh. Um, what are you actually trying to say? I'm just. I just oh, direct- just the fuel savings thing. I think that's interesting because that, that gets at the like capacity value thing I'm always on. Um, but I don't know if we have to get into it. It's Do not you that want to go for it, man? It's not that interesting. Yeah. Let's continue. Okay. I got to say, solar's cranking in this Texas heat wave. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's like actually helping a lot. Capacity value. Yeah. We have a lot of solar customers, and our peak is later than the grid peak. Is later than the grid. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably really helpful. Yeah. Like, super helpful. Yeah. By like a couple hours. So, even like without a ton of storage. Yeah. Hmm. It's still just like 
widening. A lot of like baseload power people are like solar capacity value is zero. Yeah. Because like you can't call on it. Always an interesting take to come across when folks genuinely think solar is like a net negative. Right. But it's like, I don't know. It's It's not a hundred percent. Yeah. But it's it's not not zero. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, other than maybe in like a winter nighttime peaking grid, like then it's probably zero. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, yeah. some places will be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your big back to your take is that there's going to be an operating it. You're not necessarily economic, but like operating and bidding into markets basically, or like has an off taker. Yeah. I mean, now you're asking me to get real specific, which is helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's why you're a writer, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, we want to be able to come back, uh, Jan one, 2020, 2031. Yeah. Yeah. At the yeah. latest. Um, that or a slightly less aggressive take just as a second option and both of them might fail is just he's already walking it back folks yeah (laughs) it might not be that like they have necessarily like the commercial off taker yet but like they've generated electricity from their system at like at least a megawatt scale that's hey i love it like sort of viability is there yeah 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 Yeah. beyond like oh we made a tech breakthrough right yeah like right not none of this net energy gain stuff that like the lawrence liver yeah. Oh, yeah, which yeah. is cool too but like that those types of reactors are definitely not geared to like yeah. commercial energy production right you've got like this laser firing like at discrete intervals which is not what you need to sustain like a continuous reaction right and the laser itself is like some low x percent efficient like right and the like net energy gain per- is like of the beam that hits the thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Not of the laser. The laser creation. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like very funny. Like, yeah. Uh, Doctor Weber. You know, he's on Twitter. Michael Weber on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. He was my professor at UT. Nice. And I was in like because he's the thermodynamics like thermal fluid systems professor, and he was always like, it just depends on where you like draw your box on yeah. like energy. It's all boundary conditions. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just draw a bigger box, and the idea gets worse and worse. <laughs> 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 Yeah, the energy so the energy loss at a bigger with a bigger box was pretty significant. Yeah, still. exactly. What about uh all the hype around space based solar? Talk yeah, about this laser is. Beams. I'm so actually you, so fired up on this now. I don't even. How did this get big recently? Other than Julian. Julian, he's just out there. I haven't even seen it. You have to catch no, no, me but up. People are talking about space based solar again. Who like who? Because I. The, I the, the, the discourse. The yeah, discourse. the Twitter. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the someone X. in particular. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just out there. I know, you know but you know I'm like not out there anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, in here. I'm, uh, no. <laughs> Colleen's a homesteader. <laughs> just building a Bitcoin citadel. Yeah. Just no Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Just, just wait. Need... I'm going to come back from Matt leave with my Bitcoin citadel. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, do you want to do you, so explain it to him? I'll be bad at it. You've never heard of this. I haven't seen oh, this is much great. on space. So you got You got to get into <laughs> this. This is your All next right, newsletter. So nice. I'm down. The idea with space-based solar is you have solar in space sure. that you know therefore can just always be directed at the sun, twenty-four-seven. Right. And then you know below it, the Earth is obviously rotating, but there's various locations on the earth with receivers and you beam the energy down to those locations via microwaves yeah i was gonna ask about that um uh, which aren't super efficient but like you're getting space-based solar 24 7 solar and it's like way more intensity than like ground level solar right um 
So you just have like a couple of these stations and you're beaming it down to I Earth. just got an image of like someone does the math wrong or like leans on the joystick and it turns into like War of the Worlds where they like <laughs> laser people and they like yeah. evaporate. It just like, <laughs> like, co- it just like, like cooks Flatbush like, one day. Is that possible? Because I'm out if so. I, I don't think That movie so. still scares me. I don't, I don't really. Uh, there's microwaves all over the place. Yeah. You know? There's like, people I, already working on like microwave transmission of electricity, of electricity for various yeah. applications. So in like 2005 So this or is something? like a stupid question. Maybe it's not a stupid <laughs> question. But so the microwave hits the receiver and then is it just like straight electricity or is it like heating something that's then the chirp? It's like steam. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not like thermal. It's, it's there, like so. It's like a solar something panel can like type absorb situation. It and, yeah. You know, you know, it's a gizmo. It's okay. a gizmo. Okay. Um, so in like 2005 or something, Pacific Gas and Electric actually signed a PPA for space-based solar. <laughs> like you can just Google it. Goes to show that you should not, you should take every PPA with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny because a bunch of the fusion companies have PPAs. Yeah, uh, sure. With like Microsoft and stuff. Right. Um, but uh, Oklo's got one of the Bitcoin mines, speaking of Citadels. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> um, anyway, then it just like disappeared They'll be first for to market. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for some reason, people are talking about it again. And I just have huh. no idea. I, I was hoping you guys would know. It does mm. go to show like all the hoops that we jump through to avoid building more like nuclear fission reactors if you want 100% like uptime. <laughs> yeah. It's like we'd rather build space-based solar. Than I know. Like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> and beam it down via microwave. Yeah, like um, carbon sequestration and like clean hydrogen. It's like I just yeah, I'm like constantly, I don't know. I feel like I say this every time we talk about anything that involves waves. But it just feels very magic like to me to have like electricity just beams down from space. Yeah, that's why it's sick. Yeah, I do think the microwave like transmission of electricity is pretty interesting. Like I don't know much about that at all. I have no idea what like the efficiency rate of it is. Yeah. Um I don't know what the do risks you know where are. Else they're to like your looking point. at it. Um other than space. I'm trying to think of the company that I've seen recently that was doing some application of of that, but I, I'm blanking. Um it's all like all the stuff I've seen is much shorter range though. It's not like Yeah. But is wireless EV charging microwave based? I think that, that might have been something. I think that's induction. Or is it just in- yeah, it's induction. induction? You should yeah. do. Uh, I was just thinking of this. Like, you should start like a MythBuster segment. Yeah, that'd be that's. Good I feel like our space needs that. Right. It should be like you and Eric Westhoff. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. He like <laughs> likes to to shut some things down. Sometimes he's good at it. <laughs> but like, which I think is great. So I respect actually, it. Yeah, of course. There's like a serious question now. Um, you were in like finance before, which I thought was really interesting. Sure. Do you feel like that gives you like a different lens on the space because you're like more quantitative or anything or like, or like, does it allow you to like look at stuff like that in a different way than? Yeah. I mean, I think the longer arc of like the markets and finance perspective, it's not always like optimistic and sometimes you need a bit more optimism in the space as is, but like, it's definitely like, I don't know. The thing I'd say is you definitely look at any early stage company and you assume that it's going to fail. So I think, <laughs> yeah. Like independent of the technology perspective, just like yeah. businesses in general, like yeah, most yeah. of them like get so sold it's more for like parts you have or skepticism. fail. Yeah. You have but a healthy like skepticism. Space is like, or like, Oh, look at it. Like, yeah. Space solar. Like it's going to happen. Like, it right. has to like happen. Oh yeah. It has a PPA. Um, yeah. So it's like coming at everything with that 
skeptical perspective I think is helpful. But I do also, I mean, I do try to then sift through everything and try to find the most promising stuff because the end goal of the media to a certain extent is to give people stuff to be excited about yeah. and to get behind and then like to go work on if they feel compelled to or evangelize. But starting from a really, I think people stick around because to a certain extent because, yeah, I bring some of that perspective. Yeah. Like I'm not going to tell you about something if it feels like completely beyond the pale i don't know man a <laughs> lot so of so if you like talk to like a company and you're like mm, you just don't write about it yeah that would i mean or unless like if i sometimes i'll still want to write about something but i would always like then add that to the analysis and be like i really have some serious concerns about yeah. x y and z yeah is there anything you've just like shredded um not pu- like I, I i feel like that's not maybe that would be valuable to i'm to not do. saying yeah just because like for like to be vindictive and have fun i no. just mean like is there anything that was like wow i actually need to like I'd sort of like be very like bad. kwh I, coin I need to be quite critical here <laughs> yeah. yeah i'd What's say wrong the- with that i got a bag <laughs> No. I, remember reading, I missed that i should have seen that i was uh, <laughs> it was like probably, in 20, was probably 2017 in 2017 yeah. Uh, yeah, i yeah. was at green tech media and i was like our blockchain analyst um i read some really terrible white what papers. a crazy time i know I like it was wild we like underrate that we did when oh, everyone yeah. was doing like grid icos yeah, yeah. Like, raising, like 50, 50 million, million dollars in like, dollars to, like 24 yeah. hours build a grid blockchain it's like what right <laughs> The example I'd give to answer your question is it's not that I've shredded it, but I think I spent a lot of time covering carbon removal. And in the year or so that I spent a decent amount of time talking to companies in that space and writing about it, I think I got progressively less optimistic about it. And it's Mm. not that I like ended up in a place where I'm completely against it, but I think I built a lot more realism over the course of that year of like, what are the actual like delivery numbers that these companies are attaining Mm. versus like the optic agreements for the future that they're signing interesting and it feels like that's a good example of something that has not that like we shouldn't be pursuing all these solutions but has gotten a little overhyped in terms of how much the media focuses on it and how much Mm. folks invest in it at the expense of and i think this isn't like a completely novel take but at the expense of like investing in other solutions energy tech especially that we know like will have a higher emissions reduction value interesting in the next five years there's something very like straightforward about like co2 is the problem let's get rid of the co2 like i kind of understand why like the mainstream media is attractive to it yeah because i mean it just seems very rational um i tend to land where i feel like you're landing yeah 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 i just don't see it really happening like I'm, i'm not against it i'm just kind of I, I don't see the conditions that will make it uh, like significant. Well, yeah, for like the, especially for like the big, um, I don't know, like the impactful things. Like I feel like carbon removal is like difficult because not, we don't need to get into additionality, but I spent a really long time in evaluation. I feel like it's yeah. one of those things where it gets really, you're such an evaluator at heart. I, I love know. it. You always come back to like M and V. Can't stop. I'm like, I just have <laughs> seen so many heartbreaks and in things that are like actual technology that like in theory work and like yeah. the engineering works. And this yeah. is all, there's just like so many unintended consequences of how you do stuff. Right. Like you build trees, but you like build them in bogs and then it's like sure. net carbon negative. Yeah. Or positive. positive. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's also the thing going back to our like larger box conversation, depending on how big you draw the box, like 
ideally these companies have to think about like their full sophisticated supply chain enough to try to make the full supply chain carbon yeah. negative and that's pretty difficult like if you're building yeah. a DAC plant like sure like based on the way you want to do accounting you can like amortize all the like embedded emissions of all that concrete and steel over the like the life of 20 <laughs> years and like maybe right. the math nets yeah, out yeah, but like yeah. it's still a pretty big like debit against your carbon yeah. removal generation yeah, yeah. You're, you're taking out a carbon loan for sure yeah, yeah. i've always yeah. just it's the same with the nuclear thing it's like it feels to me um in a way like uh i was like people in nuclear are always like energy return on energy invested because it's like the high the like physicsy way to look at it but sure. it's like live in the economy like it's like energy return on like capital invested is yeah what ma is what actually is like how the world works in the same way with carbon removal it's like our energy systems aren't clean yet so you're just like using whatever our like fossil fuel infrastructure is and like creating a parasitic load on like how is that box going to work in like the big grand scheme of things to your point right. like not just like cement and steel but also like even yeah it's not going to make sense until like our power system is already cleaned up in a way like at scale you know yeah, what i mean i think so yeah I mean, there's also like the nature-based solutions approach, which has come under a lot of flack because it's not always credible. It's just really difficult to like actually maintain like a yeah. forest ecosystem restoration project somewhere in the developing world. But I will say that I've almost come full circle back to appreciating the value of that once you actually zoom out beyond carbon and think again about like biodiversity and the value of that, which we're not actually very good at valuing. But yeah. that almost starts to all become more interesting to me as like, yeah, the folks that are like doing the on the ground conservation work, there's a yeah. carbon value to that, but there's also a lot of other value to that. And, and we like, like discredit. Yeah, it's weird. We've like picked this like monolith in carbon, but there's like right. a lot more wrong with because the carbon market has a hard has had a hard time with like the nature based car or like projects. Those have almost like gotten a really bad rap now. But if we reintegrated all the thinking about the ninety nine percent of the value that they really del deliver, which is in stuff outside of carbon, maybe they'd look yeah, a lot more attractive again yeah do you know, I, that made me just the connection between those two things like uh the like we're gonna make like hyper carbon removing trees to like get more <laughs> living the carbon. whole like geoengineering <laughs> thing like sure. honestly scares the shit out of me and i think is like crazy but <laughs> that's my that's my odd take like please everyone stop doing this but from your like biodiversity and carbon removal lens, like we were joking earlier about GMOs, but yeah. like, like what, what's like your perspective on that whole? Yeah. Without like voicing an opinion, I think you already kind of see like the trial balloons being floated for like more serious geoengineering work being done in the atmosphere. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's like trial balloons. Yeah, <laughs> literal trial balloons. Mm -hmm. And I think there's countries that will like may well do some like experimentation. Some rogue. Yeah, potentially some rogue, yeah. but like just some like, look, it's getting like fundamentally super, yeah. super fucking hot and people are dying <laughs> in heat waves. It's kind of yeah. like the ministry yeah. of the future like that is already kind of all about that. Um, but we've also been geoengineering for a long time, like sulfur dioxide from ships. Like that's a known and studied like just phenomenon that ships for a long time were producing a lot of aerosol pollution, which is bad for people and bad for the environment, but does have a cooling effect. And then we, we like doing cleaned that. up the pollution because it is air pollution and does kill people. But now people think that's I know, accelerating you global what warming. You, what too. was your like, what was your like climate reporter lens on that Twitter story? 
Uh, I mean, it, it's like like any climate system. It's so complex and difficult to parse like any one variable's impact on it. But I think that's a credible story is that like we cleaned up air pollution and it actually had a net warming effect in this yeah. one yeah. case. Like I think that's, you know, we didn't really understand that we were doing the cooling in the past. But, but we how were. like how how like firm is the ground on that which that claim stands? I like, my understanding of it is that not that like folks know exactly like what the degree or decimal degree warming or cooling associated with it is but like that people or the, i don't necessarily think that people know that that's what's like impacting antarctic ice levels this year but i think yeah. people know like believe and agree that that had a net cooling effect in the past and that we've removed that net cooling effect now it just felt like that whole story was a justification for geoengineering right like everyone who was sharing it was like look it works well, yeah. that's what i'm saying like, Wait, i think that, that like also what people say about like every time a volcano goes off which is like also true and they're like look yeah like, volcanoes it, like yeah. great net cooling but like, i think that is the temperature i think you're in the span of a few years you've seen folks get a lot there's a lot more evangelists of this and there's a few people like climate change is getting scary so quickly that folks are just like yeah we're probably gonna have to do try some of this stuff mm. i think there's also just like this like the reason i don't know people like the sort of like quicker fixes or the things that feel like they could be like the salve and i yeah. think that like distributed energy is like and just i mean energy deployment right it's like you have to deploy it's like physical steel on the ground it's comp you know it's construction yeah. right yeah yeah and it's like hard and so i think there's sort yeah, of this yeah, idea yeah. of like, like just pump like, it in the air it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah like <laughs> yeah, and not that it wouldn't, wouldn't would be like hard to figure out these other things but because they're newer and like there's this idea that you could get a tech breakthrough. I think there's just still in that hype. The, yeah. the problem with this is I own solar panels, uh, which need to produce a lot of energy <laughs> to pay back. Yeah. And if somebody's spraying sulfur dioxide particles into the air or silver, whatever it is, yeah. right, I'm going to sue them. Uh, for liquidated well, uh, damages. Farmer, farmers, yeah. farmers will probably be pretty upset. I too. love that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the, da joke, the downstream impacts like, are just like, it just seems crazy like, to think about very yeah. hard to get away with it being done at scale yeah unless there's like a global treaty or something sure which i mean it's also very hard. maybe it would have to happen over the ocean like some sort of maritime treaty where like there aren't farms yeah etc like we just burn a there's a lot of pacific of fuel they're like oh we gotta go back to using the most dirty shipping fuel possible that's actually gonna be net carbon negative <laughs> wait think about like uh what what are the big shipping like maersk or yeah. whatever like burning bunker fuel and then being like we're an ESG company. Yeah, this I is think a that's significant yeah. global we're net cooling. Or not that, emissions, but that story warming. was a psyop. Like Maersk planted it. It's all fake. <laughs> They're gonna get credits for like that cooling. Sure. That's nice. what I'm I mean, saying. Sure. Maybe like, I don't know. Well, like, I mean, you well, see, Maersk stock is like ripping right now. They're like climbing the ESG. I'm gonna go index. buy tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it open. is an interesting question, yeah. which is like we tend to focus on emissions. But the really, really, the thing we're trying to measure is warming, right? Well, and, oh, depending on who you are. I mean, emissions aren't bad inherently. It's they're either warming or they're polluting. Yeah, if um, we got dropped to like 200 ppm tomorrow, we'd be like desperately putting CO2 back in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, right. It's we're we're yeah we're we're just trying to trying to keep the levels that we've had since like humanity has been around. Yeah, which I, I think is like. A pretty normal like basic conservative opinion like we built our whole society on something we should probably not like just radically move away from that without second guessing it um anyway the question is 
yeah, why do we focus on the emissions then as opposed to like, yeah, for example, if, if somebody's causing cooling, like shouldn't they get credit for that? But isn't it like it's a little bit short-sighted, right? Because they cause maybe like a half degree of cooling every year baseline, right? As you're emitting this, it like keeps it a half degree cooler. But by emitting it over 50 years, you're going to make it like five degrees cooler. So sure, when you stop, it's going to go up an extra half degree. But like your overall impact over 50 years is still four and a half degrees warmer. Because it has to be that constant emission. It's only giving you like a small bump every year for that constant emission. I lost the math there. Wait, right. but then you're creating warming with the ship? Yeah, you're because saying? you're polluting, right? Like you're, yeah. you're burning fuels that are that are adding emissions and the more emissions you add they are cumulative because they take a long time to erode right like it takes the yeah, carbon a lot longer it what takes I'm the carbon a lot longer to erode pumping shit in the air like that's, like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, it seems but whatever keep, it is but just stop keep, all of it but keep the technology <laughs> yes available so that when it drops too far you can emit again i think we should just send all these people to mars and let them do whatever the fuck they want and if it works <laughs> They can try it here. Yeah. <laughs> it is I like interesting. I do like the question about like why and what we measure though. Cause you know, to bring it back to biodiversity one more time, like you could measure everything in terms of like promoting biodiversity. Like what's going to do the most good on that front or yeah. what's going to like arrest biodiversity well, loss. And there some was folks a, do. But. There was a study recently that was like, if we just put up a shitload of mirrors, <laughs> like we can just bounce a sure, chunk yeah. of energy out of the atmosphere and cooling or warming's over. Bunch but of like, like reflective that's fields. not an emissions thing that's just a like yeah managing yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the heat balance yeah. of the earth yeah i do think that i i, I kind of i really vibe with what you're saying on like the biodiversity front and how this all ties together it's like we removed sulfur because it's bad and then other people are like but it cools so it's good and like we're not i know for a fact that we're not capable of like sizing the relative trade-offs yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and so People's response to that was like, look, we've been geoengineering for 50 years. Let's just geoengineer more. The cat's sure. out of the bag. I'm like, no, fucking, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's like, whales are going down. Let's just like kill more whales or like, let's like <laughs> invent new whales. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like, no, build technologies that like stop the problem in the first place, yeah, which is the emitting. Yeah. Like, and just like the hubris know. of like, yeah not it's examining like, don't know like what you're doing what yeah. what the like tail effects of no. like doing something at large scale yeah like yeah yeah so i'm curious on the biodiversity front um how you feel about the like trade-offs in having to hurt biodiversity to like build and curb emissions faster sure in like a direct sense versus like the indirect of not building like solar and renewables fast enough and that hurting biodiversity more yeah. like clear cutting a forest for solar for example or something like that sure, yeah, yeah or use. like <clears throat> building it over yeah like planes yeah that yeah some like fragile desert ecosystem yes. yeah yeah yeah, like yeah i mean like the the yeah. headline like risk the reason why the earth has lost something insane like 60 percent of its biodiversity or, or is projected to lose 70 percent of it by 2050 is definitely climate change so yeah mm. if you have to like make trade-offs to do the clean energy transition and it's going to affect specific species. I think that is certainly still favorable to like the thousands of species that are lost in any given year because of climate change. I do also think there's interesting policy 
or just like opinion coming around around like it is possible to build infrastructure and do it in a net positive way for biodiversity i think the yeah. uk pioneered this with a pretty recent law where they're like all new like major state funded infrastructure has to be built and achieve like a net 10 percent biodiversity gain yeah and, i mean that's a big catalyst for the private sector to be like all right we have to like help developers actually like measure that yeah um oh interesting. but it seems tenable i think last week the audubon society put out a piece that was pretty similar to the question you're asking around like yes we recognize that transmission lines like do kill birds at times but we also recognize like as a foundation for birds that we need to expand clean energy for them to survive yeah. another century so that was kind of a cool collab of sorts that. yeah that's see. i feel like the thing that i struggle with a lot is like it feels like the um i don't like the philosophy thing where like you can like push a button to save someone or like yeah. not mm -hmm. push the button to yeah 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 kills them whatever I yeah don't and like the most mean-spirited <laughs> the most mean-spirited yeah. like, clean energy. like uh, references yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the most mean-spirited clean energy naysayers is also like are always on that beat where they're like the offshore wind turbines are going to kill whales and whales. the transmission no. lines and the wind yeah, turbines and like, onshore the are, are going to kill birds and I'm like yeah. you guys do not give a fuck about whales. And birds. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's like, the correct take. Yeah. But like thank you for yeah. your concern. No, I, I I really like how you've you framed it like because uh, this is kind of what we've been talking about, which I feel like you're starting to like wrap your head around how I think about climate, which is like, there is a massive tail risk in carbon emission. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, kill the, t like get rid of the tail risk. Sure. And there's a, there's tail risks for like, winding down the modern economy, like degrowthing. There's course, tail yeah. risk for sulfur dioxide. And it's like, no one can like, in a truly scientific manner, like size those, the like relative trade-offs between those things. Mm -hmm. To me, the only obvious one is like, stop emitting. Yeah. yeah. As like, yeah. If you're going to introduce a new variable, you better be like very, very certain that you've capped the downside or like, you know what the risks are. And so when you look at like, even from your perspective of like increased biodiversity, like the local maxima of like, like Oklahoma plain bird species, maybe for wind like yeah. or, or something is like a very different equation. That's like a known capped downside versus like the thousand species or whatever that like the global problem represents yeah and so like it's it's not it's not to say like oh that's fine or like we should just be like oh whatever right but it when you are thinking like from the perspective of just like risk management of like us continuing like you want to attack like the big fat tails and like use small capped downside trade-offs to yeah to like to solve the problem yeah you know um and it also just depends on like what variable you're looking at. And we're really bad at, there's like, yeah. reality is like trillions of metrics. Right. And we're we focus on like four. Right. We're, we're super so bad dumb. at evaluating like the actual value of yeah. the thing. Like, especially if it like it requires you to think significantly with like a decent amount of abstraction. Yeah. Right. And you're like, what about the 99 variables that are good with biodiversity versus like just carbon as like yeah. the one thing we're focused on? There's like on. the wood, or like the timber value of a forest, which is like, what people are used to using to like value the forest but yeah. then you don't think about like okay well we like most or many like billion dollar drugs have just mm -hmm. like come from like the bark of like the pacific yew tree or something like yeah. that <laughs> right. Like, yeah, right how many of those like how many more yeah. of those just in pharmaceuticals yeah. alone are like in that forest is a really difficult question to right. actually answer right 
Whoa. Yeah, I think about that a lot. There's there's like a company where you could like send soil to them, and they like a pharmaceutical company. They're just like looking for like yeah, the new. Like, please penicillin. just send us some mm. like soil that no one else has like done the DNA sequencing for in the yeah. past. <laughs> and then if you like, I don't know. I think you like get a cut if they That'd make be, something. That's, that's a pretty sweet model. Wild. Yeah. Wait, we're talking. There's about- like a lot of people's jobs who are just to like sequence stuff yeah like constantly well, like the race is on now especially because like so much is being lost in any given year but yeah those are pretty interesting yeah, companies like yeah. base camp research is one they literally just go around like trying to like build as big a dna genetic library from different sources Wild. as possible yeah that's a crazy thing to do all right talking about trade-offs do you mind if i just move on? i was gonna i was gonna throw a total curveball too so go ahead okay i saw you t- tweet recently this this chart uh, about like energy use versus whether it was GDP or like per capita. Yeah. G- I don't know, whatever it was. Some overly abstract measure. Yeah. Um, with the, with the, the subtitle, no such thing as low ener- as a low energy rich country, mm-hmm. um, which I think we would generally agree with here. Mm-hmm. Um, like why, why did, do you feel that's misunderstood? Um, it's a good question of why it was honestly a pretty throwaway tweet. And then it ended up being my most viral one ever, which is kind of like, <laughs> the way it works. Works. Yeah. sort of like I try to tweet like five or six days a week. And Unless was, you're dunking was, and you're using chat GBT. <laughs> that was just the tweet of the day. I do think it's like, there is that argument of like, de- there are like a decent amount of people that are still pretty on the degrowth beat. And I actually like, wouldn't like, that's not something I would like disparage. I think there's a lot of like, those are smart people and they have reasons for believing that. I just think like that, order of magnitude the orders of magnitude that are associated with like the energy transitions and decarbonization that we're talking about like if you're already operating on those scales we should just like shoot for energy abundance because like these transitions are so significant that we're trying to undertake where i actually don't think the difference between like shooting for 2xing your total available energy is like that different than like completely decarbonizing it's just like one more order of magnitude step like we already have to make such an order of magnitude change that we might as well be more aspirational about it if that makes sense wait and so how so you you tweeting that felt like you were responding to degrowthers i wouldn't say responding but it's like in that's kind of like the ambiance of the debate around like can we attain 100% clean energy and triple energy access right versus like are we only going to get to 50% at the current level before like right. technology's capacity is even capped out right and i'd just rather like shoot for the 3x scenario yeah yeah was it a take also on like distribution of outcomes for people's yeah right. i think like, that's part of it too is like there's still 600 million people that don't have access to electricity right so like if we're going to do degrowth now then that number is just going to climb to like 1.2 billion or something like that versus the like fall out of significant electricity mm. access yeah i think that's always my question with degrowth like there's if we're going to do degrowth we've we've sort of already decided it is like there's a moral imperative to like decide how many resources we all use presumably then there would also be a moral imperative to like share them mm-hmm. um if you already are there you know what i mean um and i'm not sure if people really consider like the extent to which the redistribution would radically change their lives yeah right um, for sure like it's kind of a bleak <laughs> picture yeah right 
Yeah. Um, well, because they're probably not thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. They're but just I, like, it feels more like cut the other 600 million out. That's what they're thinking about, you're saying? I don't think they're thinking of like my life will like the, significantly like change. the median will raise and like my life will go like way down. It would be cool to like do the experiment for 30 days. It'd be like, okay, if we just like reduced world energy consumption by say 25% and distributed it a hundred percent equally, what's like my kilowatt hour and yeah, like yeah, also yeah, fuel yeah. consumption allowance yeah, for the month. What, and like, how what do temperature I go, is your How do home? I go live that way what for a month? To like, <laughs> how do I go live that way for a month to actually experience it? You know? Yeah. M&V this feels like those like wealthy. This feels like those, <laughs> those like wealthy celebrities who are like, "How I lived in welfare for a week." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just didn't eat that much. I just, I don't know. They're All like, those, it was like, fine. I ate a, ba- a, you know, a thing of peas. I, I still <laughs> yeah. am sympathetic to a lot of it. Like, I do yeah. think there's a, there's a reasonable, just like quick take of like, you know, there are significant externalities to our current energy system Mm -hmm. and like i'm in the developed world in the u.s particularly like a massive beneficiary of those externalities and just like kind of like basic like judeo-christian type stuff would be like i should think about that right like yeah there's a huge resource efficiency argument that i think you can make across like all kinds of different areas of life but the biggest one is probably still just like switching off of thermal systems considering how much energy you lose in using yeah, them yeah 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 that was the crazy that's like I the still low hanging fruit to, uh, of like the energy transition um yeah. ari, like stop using thermodynamics <laughs> ari <laughs> at rewiring america was like we're gonna like if we electrify we'll like quadruple power usage and like have production Mm. like primary energy yeah, yeah. And i was like Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i was like yeah. you know just because it's like so much more efficient yeah. than like combustion engines or whatever yeah um that's definitely true yeah yeah i was gonna say something else. but yeah like folks should definitely insulate their homes if they can afford it for sure <laughs> like i'm all for that type of stuff too well that for sure too but i i think with the degrowth perspective in like the u.s or like the uk or northern mm-hmm. europe is trying to say is like you know there's something to the globally ultra rich like cutting back 10 percent. yeah that is reasonable that's sure. that's i think what there's at I, minimum I to like agree. set the example i don't know if i line. like yeah. agree or not but i don't think it's like a laughable idea no, i don't like either. it's like worth thinking about and I yeah know. folks that have like really intimate perspective or just like have gotten less desensitized to like how drastic climate changes in the developing world already like i understand why those folks are sometimes like we gotta just like yeah like we are the problem and we're like we are the parasite like i can see how you develop i can see how you develop the perspective that like we need to just change Hmm. i think like i'm sympathetic to the idea and certainly for the people that actually like use a lot i think the the thing that i've really come around to i don't know in the last year or so while I've been doing this podcast is that there's fundamentally still like there's what the average American uses. And then there's like, and I feel like we talk a lot about people who like have gas guzzling cars, but like the fundamental reality is like a lot of people that live in cities fly like 
12 times more than, I don't know. <laughs> I'm making up these numbers yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> where a lot of my emissions come from, for um, sure. Right. Like, I'm sure, like, my emissions are largely just flying. Like, if you were to look at it. Um, and so sometimes I worry that degrowth, and we, like, talk about discourse, right? Like, does it hurt the general discourse and, like, the movement on climate change more than it helps it? Yeah, that, I think that's, I think that's the possible. right question. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So like I'm sympathetic to like the feeling and like I, thinking yeah. about it, but I, I don't know. I just like keep coming back to like how we get everyone on board and like actually move things yes. forward. Yes, that's actually where and it feels counterproductive to me. That was kind of what I was gonna say. Was like a related point is, uh, when you're earlier like the philosoph- philosophical like, do you push the button? Oh or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm always like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, what's the like. <laughs> What's the thing? What's the actual like tangible ta- like, thing yeah. we're talking? Like, what is action are we taking? Like, yeah. morality is contained in action, in my mind. Like, that's how I define. Like, you can't talk about morality. Like, it's lived, you know. And so, um, to your point, like, is that conversation? If the net result of that conversation is actually a negative on the movement, then you've actually like the action you're taking is like counter to the aim of the conversation. And so like, you know, it goes back to your like, who, who does this serve? Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, (laughs) like like how effective can you be? If you can like effectively move to growth forward, then I guess it's good. Yeah. But if you, if you're just doing it to like take a stance and then it like, allows Alex Epstein to like yeah. get to like write a book and get people on fossil yeah. fuel. <laughs> When's the then last like, time you like, like went like, head to head with all like, of industry in the world? Like that's a pretty losing proposition. Um I I mean I generally agree. To take the other side, I would say like Thank you. It, <laughs> it's important. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough to to be told like you're being like philosophically held hostage, basically. Like I can't examine my morality because like there's other people who won't care to listen to it and be triggered by it. Yeah. Like that is a tough thing to kind of like, yeah, like I I know. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm not really sure like where the right answer is. Cause I agree with you too. Like it's, it's yeah, but it's just something that I've I've been thinking about more because it does feel like, I mean, as we talked about, like I was that person 100% in high school um, who was just like, I'm just going to be loud and, about all the things that I believe yeah. in, and I don't care how angry it makes other people. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. what's right. Yeah. No, it would never yeah. be. But it like, wasn't very effective. Yeah. Sure, sure. But it wouldn't be like don't talk about that. It's just like action, reaction, make memes about eating bugs. Or like think yeah. about it when you're talking about it. Like think about the morality and like figure out what you want to believe, and then like think about how you. I don't know. Right. How you make it effective and like meaningful to other people. Yeah. yeah. Well, which, you know, by the way, bugs, especially for like animal feed, great solution. Oh, you're into your, oh, for animal feed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just like a lot more but then palatable we're eating, for most but folks. But if we're eating animals, then aren't we? Yeah, I'm not sure you would are love to bugs? know. I'm not sure bugs. you'd love to know what those animals are currently being fed. I mean, either, so I like, love yeah. shrimp. Shrimp are bugs. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Ch- chickens love bugs. Two billion people already like, eat there bugs. You go. Yeah, any free range chicken you get. Yeah, they're just you're eating, eating bugs. Yeah, they're just eating like cigarette butts and bottle caps anyway, you know. <laughs> like they're just they're just out there on the field gnawing on stuff. Yeah. Do you guys I still want to make the Chad climate meme. 
where if you deploy enough renewables, you can like fly private. <laughs> Don't get an eye because you're going to make so that. much money, or because the emissions math makes sense. The emissions more right. like yeah, it, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the sort of the high priest of right. climate lets you. That can, right. Look, that's the other side of this whole conversation of like you have the degrowth side of it, and then you have the like we need to mint like a thousand climate tech billionaires who just like had such yeah, great yeah, ideas yeah. that they got impossibly wealthy, and like that's what it's going to take to get everyone to be excited yeah. about this. <laughs> You need people with like energy god license plates, like <laughs> on their Tesla, like they're not even their Tesla. Energy like god, super what fancy EVs. Want, you know? Who has that license plate? It doesn't. It's not going to fit, I guess. But you could go like GD or something, or <laughs> drop the like G second, NRG. second E, yeah. And NRG god, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Actually, that makes me. I wanted to get into like, um, you had. Um, I don't know. I think there's a weird balance. Like, so you, you, one of the tweets I saw of yours is like the overstory one that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, of that had like a little concern around techno optimism, which is yep. what we're talking about with like bioengineering yeah. all that stuff in a way. Too. I mean, have you guys read overstory? <clears throat> we have not. He has. It's like a life changing book. Oh, okay. Yeah. All I, right. I enjoyed oh, were you it. Not? Okay. No, I liked it. I think it was like, I thought it was like a tiny bit overwrought at times, but that's like more like my writer's sensibility. <laughs> it's more like my writer's sensibility, less yeah, my yeah, like yeah, climate yeah. evangelist sensibility. Yeah. No, but I like, it like re radicalized me in my like nature. Wow. Loving yes. things. That's sick. Like the Mima tree. We got to like get that, that commune going. I know. Yeah. Everyone's on the com. A lot of people are on the commune train again. I mean, for me, the the overstory quote. <laughs> Colleen and I. Are yeah. Very much on that. I think the real risk to techno optimism is when it like becomes completely divorced from nature. Like my whole yeah. shtick these days, as like as I'm trying to like continue to build my perspective and not just be like monolithic about it, is like super stoked about like deep tech climate solutions for sure, and also still trying to be like an evangelist for like we should just conserve old growth forests like with even if there's no fancy mrv technology like measuring all the carbon value of just, that. yeah just yeah do yeah. it yeah <laughs> we all know it's like we exciting. know that yeah. that's valuable yeah. like Put your we, fucking calculator away and just yeah. like think right like you don't good. like someone yeah. someone just step <laughs> just up like go live in a tree so they can't cut it down like i'd so much rather <laughs> microsoft just like donate money to prom like, right. promote that instead of being like well we kind of need the like fifteen thousand carbon credits that yeah. we're going to yeah. generate like, from this yeah. i'm like no just like Put up a hundred million. Amazon just like goes and buys the Amazon. Yeah. Like how be... badass would that be? There you go. <laughs> Isn't that what? Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the founder of Burt's Bees did. Love they that. sold Burt's Bees to like Johnson and Johnson or something, and just bought like a quarter of Maine. Everyone, everyone sells too, to Johnson right? and really? Johnson in that yeah. space at the end of the day. Yeah, that's didn't what Patagonia just do this basically? They like they have like reorganized. To do a decent amount of like conservation donation type stuff. But yeah, there should be. I like. I like that though. I like that. I just like buy land that like can't be developed. Yeah, and you like give it, put it in a trust or whatever. Or maybe you explore some models for like responsible development, where like there's probably still a way to put solar or wind or something on it. There's probably a way to be like my forest. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's probably a way to be like a friend to the transmission line developers when they need like rights away or stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, for Not me, reading over story was a good reminder that like all the lessons for the most part are already there. Like we're really just like borrowing playbooks from nature in many cases. Right. Like I yeah. guess nuclear is probably like one example where that's a little bit less true, but like solar is just like, we're trying to do 
photosynthesis for ourselves. Yeah. And so, you know, if we get too divorced from like continuing to pay attention to like all the lessons that are already out there, like we're going to just make it harder on ourselves. I do think it, yeah, it is an interesting balance and it's what I struggle. Like it's kind of how I feel. So it's like hard to like pick your way through the discourse in a way to like not fully techno optimist, but like, like, clean energy abundant still like right. hey the 3x scenario we're like let's right. go for the like more people entering modernity but in like a way that's more sustainable totally. and i do think um, like a lot of people should get rich building successful climate tech yeah companies well that's, that's the good. that was the other piece of it that i wanted to talk about is like uh it just because of how inert our public institutions are like in the u.s like a lot of this is happening privately yeah and so like for example like my impulse to start a company like i was in academia was like I was like, nothing is happening. Like I want to solve the problem. Like the only way to do it is for me to just like go out, start a company, do it. Yeah. Um, I feel like no like remorse about, I'm just like, this is what it is. I'm just going to go solve this problem. That's how I'm going to do it. But I do understand like the critique of like that, like, you know, growth mindset or like we, you know, when we talk to public power people, I'm like, I get your perspectives, you know, like for sure. But So I don't know, like when you weave that into the like techno optimist versus like nature balance piece of it, like the also the like a lot of this is happening in the private sector. Yeah. How do you like think about that, like that piece of it, I guess? Yeah, it probably goes back to like the starting from a place of skepticism and the discernment quality around the work of like looking at a bunch of different companies or a lot of different developments and like kind of. Because, like, in its own way, like, what you write about is a form of, like, investment and, like, yeah. capital allocation. It's just a different type of capital, yeah. you know? It's, like, people's attention. Like, there's people that are going to take five minutes of their day to read about this. So you do – you should be somewhat discerning about what you write about. And it's, like, to the quip we made earlier about folks that are, like, engineering a tree that – does higher rates of carbon uptake i'm like are you really like better than a million years of evolution at like designing the tree (laughs) yeah and like maybe you know maybe i'm gonna write about something else (laughs) yeah and like did you like did you do all the other math like not just the one metric but like what other trade-offs are being made that you're just kind of like right and look i hope they prove me wrong and i sound like an idiot in 10 years and they're like listen to this guy who thought we weren't gonna do something valuable thought we weren't gonna build this carbon maxing tree tree. but you're saying like yeah have you i don't know considered like these trees will like completely deplete a certain soil of nitrogen yeah sure like maybe it like fucks the local fauna or it's like you're gonna raise a hundred million dollars over the course of five rounds and then like your business might still not still might not survive after all that and like i don't know you could have probably like preserved a massive amount of forest with that money and that could have like been a better that could have been a better that could have been a better economic prospect like a low leverage way take the hundred million and just like plant trees with it yeah yeah that's effectively that's right yeah hmm. i don't know sometimes the tree I, I read the passage from overstory that you posted and sometimes i read that stuff where it's like we you know we already have this like perfect thing that nature gave us to like right. suck up carbon and blah 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 and i just asked myself though like well why is it good you know like you're just declaring that yeah, it's yeah, perfect yeah. it feels religious sure it's yeah. just it's like, religious. It's like, just tell me. 
Like, is it, Tell me is more, it cheaper? Wait, is it more effective? Pull, is it, can we or do you just, that thread? Or do you just like it? You know, like, what, Wait, we why? got the... Colleen's going to tell us. Yeah, I think Colleen's like Colleen's the number it. one evangelist. Oh, yeah. well, okay. So, well, like... for Re-radicalized. Well, re-radicalized, but like I... So, just like fun Colleen facts. Um, four, four-year-old Colleen... Before I became vegetarian at age nine, I'm no longer vegetarian. Um, I used to pray to the animals before we mm. ate them. No wow. one in my family taught me to do this. Mm. That's sick. You used to pray to the animals before you ate them. Yeah. Like, I love that. Because like, we do like a God, right? We have a Catholic yeah. family. So sure. we do. <laughs> you do a so God. Yeah. <laughs> we do a God prayer. And yeah. then I would pray to the animals because I was like. Like, in, like in a like thank you way? Yeah. In a like okay. thank you for letting me eat you way. That's um, so sick. I don't and think, so I, I, think, think, I think they like, let you. Well, I didn't know that, and then I did know that, and then I became vegetarian. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, I think, like, if you spend time in nature, not everyone, obviously, but for a lot of people who spend time in nature, like, it does feel religious, right? There's a reason that, like, ancient cultures, like, thought that trees were, like, spirit gods and things, and why we, like, worshipped under them for many years. And so I think, like, it just has that feeling i love i don't think it's a real like i don't i don't think it's rational i think it's just like earth is a thing that was developed i don't know yeah by something well i feel that way about sulfur particles you know (laughs) pray to the sulfur dioxide particles keep us cool well i don't know like you know james was just demanding scientific rigor and of trade-offs and stuff yeah yeah like why we don't know like an aesthetic thing like it's but just it, like we well, like but I the also trees. think but I think like, like every no, time we go so. and like try and like when we try to do carbon removal and we do something that you know isn't the way that nature does it right we're like we can do better we're gonna plant we're gonna tear down this bog and whatever I listen to a podcast about bogs and tree, tree planting obviously which is <laughs> why I'm very on this today um this bog seems boring like we're just gonna plant trees because we know trees take up carbon and then like five years in they're like whoops the bog preserved more carbon than the trees that were been planting for the last Mm. five years oh like we fucked up this bog like we fucked up this bog and we made carbon emissions worse um and so i just think that there's so much that we don't know the idea that like we are more effective at preserving carbon than like this natural carbon life cycle that's been around like for millennia is kind of silly Wow, we're like super aligned right now. So I think I agree with that, but that's not what was in the quote. At least my read of the quote is we should be planting trees unnaturally, like not just let trees. Mm, Well, that that book is not that book is not very pro just planting trees. Okay, well, I don't know. The quote was saying we have the perfect (laughs) device already and it's a fucking tree. To me, that isn't just let ecosystems Mm. proliferate and trees may happen or they won't. It's. We got the device. This is the machine. Let's plant the trees. I like the and picture I'm, of mankind as like stewards of nature. Yeah. You know? And I'd like say like maybe, can, maybe having like read intervene. the overstory, I read it very differently. Because the overstory is very much about like old growth, mm-hmm. restoration, like yeah, keeping yeah. that. Protection. Protection. Yeah. Conservation. Protection, yeah. conservation yeah. Like, Which makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. think you can like intervene. But I also think, I don't know. This is, uh, we talk about Lindy. Sure. Like yeah. it's not it's not a value. Trees are super Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the Lindy. Like the goats of Lindy. 
<laughs> so I think that's, that's the, my distillation. Trees, distillation, distillation of the overstory. Trees are Lindy goats. No, but it, it's not like you're kind of. I think what you're reacting to is the like nature is good, or like is or like trees are like the yeah, religious yeah. Yeah. element of it. But I don't think there has to be a value judgment on it, because it's just like I'm always like the burden of proof is on the intervention essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like the thing that's been around for this long is like pretty good at whatever existing sure. is and other things we don't know about like i made the i think i joked about like the pacific yew tree earlier but like that's where like taxol super successful chemotherapy drug came from and it's like that it's not something that like folks would have yeah. figured out 50 right. years ago they would have just been like all right there's this tree like we think it's pretty important for a variety of reasons but like we definitely still don't know all the reasons like, yeah that's yeah, why yeah. i want valuable. to have only cities and small towns and raise the suburbs and convert everything back to nature i know that's where we're we're so barbell we biodiversity hyper dense hyper rural yeah. yeah well now we're getting back into the good land use conversation of like that's another yeah metric that folks yeah. don't always think about when they're comparing different energies oh i just like, like that, the city and i like nature <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i'm not i no have calculators yeah, yeah. I, I found my high school i found my high school yeah. diary and it's just like all about how i hate the suburbs <laughs> and i i feel like dying in the suburbs Wait, so this is a different version of my like little critique so to the steward of nature element, yeah you often see this thing out there of like people doing say like regenerative agriculture sure. mm. right and it's kind of like i'm a steward of the land i'm like i'm stewarding this carbon cycle the animal eats the stuff it poops yeah. something something yeah um and it's presented in this like this is like noble work sure right yeah which should be respected because it's like aligned with nature and all i can think is like this is the least natural thing i've ever seen <laughs> you're a fucking farmer farming yeah. is about dominating nature sure right oh, well. even if you're utilizing its cycles right yeah no it'd be natural walk away like let mm. this be a forest again yeah i right? mean I now, would i'm also... not saying farming's bad yeah. like of course not i yeah. benefit from it every day yeah. but that it's being asserted to me that i must like sort of bow down to the king of nature who's like letting his cows eat grass understood yeah it's kind of yeah. like eh, yeah like no, i, I need something saying. more than that to like yeah, really yeah. Believe. i guess perhaps those folks would do better with you if they presented what i think they're already trying to do as like look we're acknowledging that this is still somewhat unnatural but we're also going to like we're going to expand the set of variables that we care about like it's not just going to be f food production anymore but it's also going to be like we want to like also preserve the topsoil for instance like sure yeah and maybe those yeah. are your only two metrics and like you're still making a pretty significant change from the way most farming is done yeah yeah sure. or we're not like spraying pesticides or yeah. whatever right. i think all that's cool and yeah. i and I, I i like the way you put that too because like you definitely need to keep like um food production as a key metric right, right. because that's like one of the other big I feel like criticisms of those things is like, yeah, that's sure. It's nice that like you were able to grow your farm, but to feed the 10 billion people. Yeah. It's cool that you're producing $30 a pound beef, but like <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, can I try something wacky as fuck on you guys? Absolutely. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. We're into, we're into that. We're into it. So into that phase of the conversation. We are my definition. I just say God is reality. And I mean that very, <laughs> I know right, this sounds right. crazy, but let me, let me run with this for a bit. Okay. We so religious tonight. I love it. What, what I mean by that is like the, there's like, you could try and break it down into like a physical realm and metaphysical. And like in the physical realm, we have like 
physics and like biology and like they're very like crude rules that we have though like people look at them as like the abstractions like as the underlying thing but like you have like f equals ma like force equals mass times acceleration but then like you start moving really fast and now you need this weird other variable and then you go into quantum mechanics and that doesn't work anymore and so like they're all the just like depending on your frame of reference like these really like crude tools that mm -hmm. we have and it's the same like when you talk about metrics it's like yeah, yeah it's there's like to where do you draw the box yeah, yeah and yeah, there's yeah, like, like yeah exactly yeah. and there's like there's like five things that when we like push and pull on it like they seem to be the most important but they're still just like these very crude representations of like yeah this like very like rigid structure which is reality that like isn't there's no like there's no you can like negotiate with it but you can't change it like it is sure and it's the same and like, i think in like kind of the moral realm is like we have these like pithy like oh what goes around comes around or you like read religious texts and they're all the same like in given situations you can like apply a rule and it like gives you some utility then if you apply it in a different situation it's like the fucking total wrong thing you know it's like there's yeah. no like absolute frame of reference in a way and so when i think of like when you're talking about like this like steward verse okay the guy's just like selling his beef at like 30 bucks a pound or whatever like who are you to like that's yeah. not like nature it's yeah. more just like the humility to feel of it as like a contention with the thing that is. And it like, you have to be humble in that because it, 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 it fucks you if you're not. Yeah. So you can, you can like play the game for a while, which I think we're doing like, and I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that like, there's a lot in modernity that's like totally unhealthy, like yeah. we're like super obese and like yeah, all yeah. these illnesses we now have, like, there's something we're doing where we're not playing the game right like we're not contending with reality right and so it's not it's not like it's not natural to like make a farm it's like the the extent to which you feel like you dominate versus are like except you know just kind of like playing like dancing with it a bit you know what i'm trying trying to say yeah i, I could see that like you're yeah. like yeah. yes you're changing you're intervening but you're only doing that to the extent it allows you're you to. sort of attempting to cooperate with yes it. Yeah, yeah exactly it's I, like I a handshake that. it's yeah. not like yeah not and just, that's when it yeah. works and that that's like what it's not like uh that's when it works what do you there's mean? no like oh like bow down to nature or dominate nature it's like my frame of reference is always like we're just kind of like lucky to like not be so dumb yeah <laughs> you know? like we just kind of like yeah. get it right and there's no like moral aspect of that what it's hear, just like you, yeah. you it is like you just get like sometimes you're kind of right and like it works but yeah. I hear if you're you, wrong it's gonna stop working yeah. yeah yeah what i hear you getting at too i think gets at some of our conversation around the geoengineering earlier too is like are the interventions that you are making like a more fundamental reset that bring us into closer like alignment with the way that the earth worked previously, like reducing emissions with something like solar energy is a good example where like ostensibly that's still somewhat unnatural. If you want to use that word yeah. thing to do mm -hmm. to like yeah. build solar panels and put that out in the universe. But insofar as they're like getting us back into balance in the carbon cycle, yes. it's a more fundamental intervention than spraying sulfur dioxide yes. into the atmosphere would exactly. be where that's just a palliative to like the problems that we've already produced that doesn't address the core issue. Exactly. And like you can't, like you have to prove to me that the sulfur is like 
gonna be the rebalancing yeah because it's like what if we're just like throwing we're Dude. looking at this one metric but what if there's 10 over there that yeah. we're not we're throwing out of whack and we just like don't want to look at them oh, right. but it is not we're just we're just making artificial volcanoes you know we're just we're that's just, the argument. We're but just who says that's cooperating good for us? with the volcanic cycle? You know, <laughs> like I'm joking, but like no, sometimes no, yeah. all this stuff feels that way to me. Yeah, it's like it's it's like anyone can say like, oh yeah, we're doing this thing that feels good and right. It's yeah, just like okay, but it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your take? I don't know if I have one really. You're just just like, like everybody's full of shit on this stuff, basically. <laughs> yeah, people definitely you know? don't lead from humility, which you were suggesting, which would certainly be good. But yeah. it feels like the loudest people like, that have the least humility are the yes. ones that. Like, get that's honestly my only that's core message. Just like, just be right, humble. Yeah. Like, yeah. be more humble. I think like, I just, we're not that fucking smart. I, like, that's I all I'm really trying to say. To neither the geoengineers nor the artisanal beef farmers. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it all just kind of feels like people who want me to think something about what they're doing, and yeah, I just yeah, yeah. don't care. I'm, I, I yeah. fuck with that. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Well, I think, I mean, at a different level, we all just have like opinion fatigue, whether it's like being asked for our own opinion or just like constantly being inundated with other people's opinion, because that feels like what most content on the internet is trending towards is just yeah. people like speaking really loudly about mm -hmm. yeah. things that they believe to be true and they believe to be good for other people. But yeah, like not willing to back like, down. I didn't like no one. It's like the classic example of like when you're talking to your friend and they're going through a hard time and like all they really want you to say is like, like I like hear you and your experience yeah. is valid and not to like launch in with like, well, now I'm going to like solve my life's problems and your problems with my advice. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, you know so, what you should have done in this scenario. Yeah, you're like, like, I just want to fucking hug your man. emotions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Colleen, was, how was my like, uh, did that, did I match with your ring. animal prayer or I, th I think so i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest and say i got like 70 percent of what you're saying oh, that's, that's pretty good honestly Which I think is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> people get 70 percent of what i'm saying i'm stoked i'm like that's that's a great uh, result. huge win yeah but no i'm i think i'm there i also realize that i'm like now contradicting a little bit like i'm i'm remembering i read over story like a while ago and i'm remembering mm. when it re-radicalized me and i'm like i've now contradicted myself because in that book i loved that they were like really controversial and just like protesting mm, yeah. even though it yeah. probably did not help the discourse but i was like but they're helping the trees well sometimes you have to it's like, like the lorax you know well sometimes you, have the to trees. Like, sometimes you have to assault the discourse you know yeah like yeah it, it's just like the the machine is like not set up to listen to your view in a reasonable way yeah yeah like um you you've sounded like a little more like spiritual about it than me actually yeah i think like so. a little more like yeah i think there's like something really nice i don't know i've been like teaching my son to like go up to trees and mm. touch them yeah and mm. like say hello to trees and we're very into it right now that's sick yeah we wow. like Except we almost Nikki stepped on a dead rat yesterday, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not sick. It was dead next to the tree. <laughs> there is this guy in my hometown. But it's really nice. Who was like kind of nuts. And he'd just walk around in every tree he passed as he was walking. He'd kind of put his hands on the sides of it and put his forehead on it. I love and just that. Like that's for great. Like 30 seconds and then go to the next Every one. single tree. That's pretty and we were insane. all freaked out by him. He probably just had a different capacity to listen than most of us do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, but then one, one day we were like, we're going to ask him like what it's about. Um, and one, he was a perfectly pleasant man, like not scary at all. And he's just like, oh yeah, they gave me energy. Yeah. And that was it. He's just like, I'm taking a little energy. 
Yeah. I love that. I mean, it can be really nice to just like, when's the last time you sat under a tree for like an hour, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's that so talk true. about something we can't like quantify the benefits of, but no. I definitely encourage it. I used yeah, to love that like shit. Just, yeah. I'm telling you, just go look up at the leaves, touch the leaves. I was a big tree climber. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, there nice. you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's it's really, for you really to get good back risky out there. play. Yeah. Can I shift just climb a little bit? Ladder, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the ladder of like, yeah, I'm not even gonna <laughs> make the carbon <laughs> removal joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> hydrogen ladder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I I appreciate that you're like, you seem to like your, your like approach is to like remove opinion, which is like very rare. What well, I don't know if that's right, but like you're like you're just trying to like look at put the facts out. I don't know. You've like said that. I don't know if that's. Yeah. I mean, valid, I definitely but... still like present my opinions about things at times, but um, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it can be interesting to just like, yeah, try to, it can be interesting to ask yourself the question of like, what does it look like to write a piece that is as little opinion as possible? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is always difficult. Cause like the, I... the choice to write about something is an opinion in and of itself. Right. Well, and there's a, certainly a difference between opinion and like conclusion. Yeah. Right? You that's can, true like, too. You can like dive into fusion and like, come out the other end with like something to say yeah right but it that wasn't the point you didn't like show up with an opinion yeah that you're trying to and then like craft the story to that yeah 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 but like i think what i'm getting at is that feels even just that what you just said feels like not the average like climate reporting sure and yeah I'd even just be curious, like, what your perspective, like, we've been jo- just on the di- di- discourse, the climate discourse, <laughs> like, we speak of, talk about, like, a spiritual entity that we yeah, create. The discourse. <laughs> the God discourse. of discourse. Yeah. Internet discourse. Uh, <laughs> the algo lord. Um, do you have, like, a, like, the state of, like, what how you'd like it to see to change or, like, is it healthy? Like, are people, like overblowing how like different a time we're in now without everyone screaming at each other or whatever. Like what, I don't know. I just, those are opinions mm. I just injected into it. But do you have like, like, yeah. What, what do you think about the discourse? That's the question. Very yeah. I mean, it definitely feels pretty fraught online at times. And I think if folks got in the same rooms together more, especially if it's like evangelists of different energy generation solutions, like probably realize that you're like f- fundamentally trying to solve for a lot of the same problems. Right. Like you probably have, difficulties with your supply chain you probably have some difficulties around permitting and interconnection like you could just be navigating all of those things together as opposed to being like i think like renewable energy penetration is going to cap out at 60 percent on the grid versus 100 percent or 80 yeah. percent and like we're going to need natural gas for the last 20 percent like i don't think it ultimate like we just don't like again to like the point we've come to a number of times in this conversation i don't think we know and so to arguing about academic studies about all that stuff is probably kind of moot yeah. As opposed to just like scaling clean energy generation and then like figuring out where the limits actually are yeah. as one example. Yeah. Makes total sense. Are you, uh, are you going to get Twitter ad sharing revenue soon? I hope so. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm generating a significant <laughs> no. amount, but I don't know. If I, there's probably like an application process I have to actually like do, but I haven't done it yet. Well, we're like the biggest energy podcast in the world. So you're going <laughs> to get mad subscribers after this. If only. Yeah. What do you guys think? Where we're at. Should we, do, did we have I, more topics? I do you think that go was on? interesting. Cause I've often been <laughs> frustrated by like climate energy solutions uh reporting less so like those who are really on the beat but kind of just like yeah. broader sure stuff. 
because it often feels like uh like clapping seals you know it's just sort of like <laughs> oh my god look at this like it's happening like and it's, yeah it's just so uncritical because it's this thing yeah. everyone wants to succeed yeah but it's just like oh god like, it is it yeah. is challenging like you get a lot of trumpeting about how successful certain things are or like how well they're going and i, I mean i think there's it usually comes from a point of, tr- of like grounded in truth where it's like something like i don't know ev sales it's like maybe 25 percent of new car sales in california last month which is great and that's like a cool headline it's number yeah. to write an article about but then i also take like the second step of the perspective which is like okay well that even with these skyrocketing EV rates, like that's great, but like oil demand in the U.S. is probably still not going to peak until like twenty thirty or twenty thirty five. And so that's like the second layer yeah. of the disambiguation that I think is important. Otherwise, you risk the layman being like, "Well, everyone's telling me that solar is just like going bonkers, and everyone's telling me that EVs are going bonkers, and that like all this energy is like the cheapest energy that we've ever produced." But it doesn't actually feel day to day like society is really shifting around me. And I think that's a difficult yeah. position to put people in because then they're like, it sounds kind of fake to me. Yeah, they're like, I don't yeah. I'm like, I'm starting to feel like these things I'm being told and My being sold. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's another good example. Yeah, they're like, what's actually like going on here? And I think that's yeah. like the level of analysis you don't always get. Interesting. I just had a moment like that actually in LA, like pulling up to LAX. There was like fucking thousands of cars and like, 200 planes yeah and i was like we use so many fossil fuels like, <laughs> like yeah 25 percent is great but like right. holy shit this is like so much shit to yeah you're like these cars are just to take us to and from the plane yeah like various from the air-conditioned building to the plane yeah exactly and i didn't feel particularly like doomery about it i was just like oh wow it's gonna be sick when this is all different yeah it's you know? ju- yeah, it's just going to take time. But I was like, time. this is a lot of shit. But you do also want to get people excited about what is happening because that is a big number that like one in right. four yeah. passenger vehicles in California sold last month was an EV. Like, that's pretty, that's yeah. a yeah. massive that's change like, from five years that's ago. That's like a real thing. You yeah. Know? That's like, uh, yeah. I do think there's a difference. Like, I feel like there's people who they they get a personal thing out of it, which is like, they feel good, like self-congratulatory or whatever, or like they have some like moral position that like whatever like complex they have is like fulfilled. I get, you know what I mean? Of just being like, I'm a, I'm one of the good guys. Yeah. yeah. I think that stuff is annoying to me. Like yeah. that's, I think the seals clapping or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also, I don't know. I, I have trouble like, uh, you know, um, critiquing that because like i always feel a need like i feel like i have a duty to advance my perspective yeah because that's the sure. only way to like i do have a perspective and like it's not as strong in in the space and like i feel a need to put it out there constantly to just not yeah. as like to win an argument but just people can like see it and be like oh i agree or i don't agree and like that's I my know what role in the space i agree you know that. what i mean yeah, like yeah, for sure but i don't know like that it does feel different than like what a lot of the like discourse is you know like i don't think everyone's like earnestly like hey here's what i think we should do i think a lot of it is like i don't know just like fucking annoying for someone like you know (laughs) when you're always like what is someone is it good faith like that's what you care about ultimately but i don't know do you do you get what i'm saying i don't know 
Yeah, I do. I think it goes back to some of what we were saying around humility. And it's a fine line to walk between like evangelizing the benefits of a solution and the exciting stuff happening in a space. And then if you want to do the deeper disambiguation of like, and we're still like hopelessly addicted to fossil fuels, like that's tough because then like folks on Twitter might be like, all right, is this like another one of those like Epstein guys? Like, <laughs> right. Is Nick just like super bullish on natural gas for the long haul? Like, yeah. what, like it starts to, yeah, it's difficult to, you start to muddy like what other folks interpretation of your perspective. Might yeah. Be. It's, it's really a fine line to walk. Right. It Sometimes is. I think that's... we get too big brain about like, second and third order interpretation yeah. stuff like in energy and climate there's so much preoccupation with like are you being optimistic enough are you being too yeah. doomery not doomery enough like right. it's all because yeah. like because like if you say it this and someone might hear it that and i sometimes it just feels like it like just really dumb it just yeah just, it's just like, like just, just like talk your like, shot are you saying yeah. like do just do thing. nothing like because right. it's impossible to like satisfy all yeah like, just the like transmission i don't know line just, like, is gonna kill some birds <laughs> unfortunately right yeah be however you feel and just like be open to yeah, other perspectives yeah. Yeah. and iterate on that but it, it kind of reminds me of <laughs> kind of reminds me of like uh the year is 2020 and we're being told not to buy masks right right uh <laughs> not because they're not a but because so like we don't do like a front a run on like medical mat like yeah it's just kind of like just say what you want to say yeah like, yeah you know right, I mean? like, right 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 that's I don't yeah. know yeah yeah that's, yeah that's kind of what I think yeah yeah should we move into the closing section what do we think yeah. seems we've been seems going right. a good bit yeah. here all right oh you had something are you ready sorry that was weird angle for me um. <laughs> <laughs> like you can speak it's like quiet coyote <laughs> moment of silence for the animals um, <laughs> we should have that um, can we do one right now yes let's do it nice that that's was good. great that okay. was too short that was like use into it we should have 20 minutes next time um nick you've been named energy czar of america <laughs> you have one policy one policy absolute power absolute power and then you're no longer energy czar okay what do you do good question um i'm gonna try to not big brain this snap your fingers and half the world's population is gone <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be quite something to behold um, strong degrowth vibes <laughs> I don't know. I'd say like I would probably try to do some form of carbon tax. And I think it could be pretty catastrophic for the economy, but we would learn a lot. Interesting. Whoa. I love that. Like such a bold. You're like, it's going to be catastrophic to the economy, but we're going to get some shit done. I'm very interested in this because it feels not as connected to like your... I was expecting something way different. Let's say like progressive carbon tax where it starts very conservative on emissions and then like scales like yeah. every other year. It's like five bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 you're just bucks, like 25 see, bucks. You're just like want to know how people would react to it. Yeah. Or like, would we like innovate well, faster? Like, is this all bluster that we can't transition or whatever? Yeah. Like, is that like the Occam's razor that just gets everyone to be like, all right, I guess we got to do it now. Mm. Like in 2015, 45 this is going to be up to 65 bucks a ton or something like that so we got to figure it out by then like right yeah. now it's only 10 bucks but it's going to get a lot more serious 
Duncan's thinking. I want to hear what you have to think. Uh, yeah, I'm always so torn on carbon taxes. Well, that's my thing. Is like no one's really done them, so we're just not going to know until there's like some version of them. There's like the Japanese shipping industry, like super specific industries like that are like playing with them. But are they really? I think so. Or they were, you know. Well, I always designing think about, one. What I what interests me about them, going about the, going back to the box that like if you draw the box around the whole fucking economy. Yeah. Right. There's not much of a difference at the number numerical level between like a carbon tax and like the government incentivizing clean energy. Mm-hmm. Like it's all just like a cost, right? Mm-hmm. It goes to different places and stuff. But like if the box is big enough, it's like the same thing, right? And in theory, the like interesting thing about the carbon tax is it's like a much more efficient price signal. Cause like on one hand you have like the government just like deciding what to incentivize. Like, yeah. you know, on the other hand, you have like the market able to just react to the thing yeah. we're, we're pricing, right? Um, the thing about the carbon tax, which gets me on the other side, is like it's generally regressive. People hate it. It's not going to happen. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Right. Yeah. But the, it's um, not going to happen. It doesn't exist in the energies of our world. Y- yeah, but like, that's right. Nick That's might die. Way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, someone would kill like, me for instituting that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but what I'm always curious about is like, what about like, we always talk about this, like weirdly in a vacuum. Like, what if you, what if you did a carbon tax as a part of like much broader tax reform, Sure. which included like much more progressive tax reform, simplification. Yeah, you always of taxes, get me on the, like, like it stuff. doesn't have to be regressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, Which it, I think, it, yeah. like, you know, because I mean, I don't know. You could very much argue the IRA is regressive, right? Like, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I always go back and forth, but I think it's interesting because it is like, as like a price signals nerd, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, in my day life, when I get like a clean price signal to design a system against, I'm like, thank God, now I can yeah, design yeah, right. a system that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like rather than doing like all this crazy weird shit just yeah, to like yeah. satisfy some regulator's pipe dream. Yeah. Right. So I'm interested in it, but I think it's very challenging. Yeah. yeah. I also just think about technologies that like on paper totally should work, but for which there just hasn't been an incentive in the past. Like carbon capture comes to mind where like I think people have a misnomer around the fact that like CCS tech isn't super ready. It's I don't necessarily think that's true from what I've like talked to companies about. I think that there's just like there's literally not ever been any incentive for just a power people, plant just opener need to be like, yeah. I need to put this system on my flu stack. Like a concentration of CO2 there is like eight to 12% in the ambient air. It's 0.04%. And people yeah. are like all excited to build DAC machines. And like, <laughs> you probably like, like there's probably a device you could put on a flu stack. you literally just pipe the flu into the DAC? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. Is that it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I imagine that, if we got super serious about the price signals, like people would actually be surprised by how viable some of that stuff is. I do. Is. The one like counterpoint I have here is like what's going on with like the New York building laws. Sure. You know, yeah. like local law 97 and stuff. There is an element where they're just like, it's just a fucking steel and glass building. Like I can't make it any more efficient. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we have boilers. We have like, we need air conditioning. That was actually an intro. Like air, like you can't build a skyscraper without air conditioning because it would like get like too hot. For sure, all, just all the glass and steel. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just like 
you can, you could put the signal out there, but there's certain sectors where it's just like we actually can't. I think that's okay though. Yeah, because it's it's they're not getting punished. They're just well, they're, they're just paying. They're just paying. There's also a dumb paying for the externalities. Where, yeah. yeah, where's the money go? Do we like? It just goes to the government and then they like put it into clean energy shit. Well, they, not the government gets there's, to decide how they allocate it. As yeah, I mean one one popular. You mean in local law ninety seven like, specifically? No, just like, like in carbon, carbon tax is like tax. is it more about the incentive I mean, structure or is it like the money that comes in gets used for something? For me, it's more about the price signal. Like they're yeah. inevitably still going to go like build aircraft carriers. Yeah, for you, and it's stuff like, like it's, that the, too. it's the it, <laughs> right. It's the creation of the market that yeah enables things like carbon capture. In a way that isn't enabled by government incentive programs where they're like very specifically picking what things and then having to like regulate and monetize that. And yeah. But yeah, that'd be my brush stroke of genius or doom. <laughs> I like that you rapidly I like that you have some tests. humility about it. You yeah, know, no, I mean like, I'd be the last person to be like, I know how that's gonna play out. Yeah. <laughs> but you're just like, Yeah, fuck it, let's try it. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, a good answer. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. 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 All right, dope or nope? Oh boy, we, do we have our list? Uh, Alex wow. Epstein. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love how those just no hesitation. Small no. modular reactors, fission. Dope, worth trying for sure. Fusion. D- that dope. was kind of a cold Maybe. dope. You're like you like shrugged as he said it. Um, why am I a little less excited about that? Uh. I mean, if you think fusion's 10 years out, I kind of get it. Yeah. Like, why fuck around with trying yeah. to make the weird old shit tiny and cool? Yeah, I guess I yeah. kind of think that, like, dope, like, big, large nuclear reactors are dope, too. So I'm like, yeah. they don't okay. have to be small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hydrogen, cr- clean hydrogen, green hydrogen. I don't know that much about this one, but I think dope, I think energy storage particularly is, like, the application there that folks should, like, continue yeah. pursuing. Why is that? And it just feels like like one of the m- easiest to like pipe and like move around. Mm-hmm. There's like already so much infrastructure for that theoretically. Yeah. From oil and gas. Mm-hmm. And like I know that like the loss rate is certainly a lot worse than like a battery, but it feels pretty flexible. One of our co-founders is doing salt dome, clean hydrogen stuff in Texas. Yeah. I mean, to the extent that you got big ass old caverns to work with, that definitely helps. Three years ago, he's like, yeah, man, I'm buying salt domes all over the planet. He's got them in like Australia. And Sick. Like wow. Well, I mean, that could be like compressed. <laughs> like, that could be like compressed air. Crash. That could be like compressed air too. It doesn't have to be hydrogen, yeah. I guess. But like, <laughs> this so is funny. so dumb, but like, and this is true for gas too, because we store natural gas and. Like, oh yeah. There's like, like a that. thousand terawatt hours of like yeah, natural gas so much storage. Natural gas storage. Like, is that dangerous? Like, that just sounds like a bomb to me. Like, you know what I mean? Just like a massive cave system full of hydrogen. Yeah, I guess like, the fact that there already is such robust storage for natural gas makes me cautiously optimistic that someone knows how like to manage what if that. An enemy but, yeah, but everyone's like hydrogen as a smaller molecule and like more like what some bomb. Yeah, what if an enemy yeah. drops a bomb on Brian's hydrogen salt dome and just evaporates Texas? Like... I don't know. It's, <laughs> I think we've got bigger always, problems if yeah. someone's doing that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I guess. Um, what else do we have? HVDC. Uh, Hi, like high voltage DC transmission lines. Like super, like, like 
Like the you can get to 100 percent renewable. Oh, like superconductors. Yeah, I like think that. Super I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty high on that. There's a company called Vair, V-E-I-R. They did like a hundred foot, like actual line demonstration two yeah. weeks ago. So. Oh well, no, we mean less that, but like there, we more so mean like transmission as savior. Oh, as like the kind yeah, of conqueror like we must of all. build like build out wind in the in like in Wyoming and then to like pipe it to California. To yeah. Uh, maybe like a little more nope on that being like the panacea of everything. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm leaning a little more like distributed these days on like yeah. the mm-hmm. energy storage. There you go. I don't think transmission and energy storage are like at odds the way folks sometimes present. I've always just been on the utility scale dirt side of things. I'm like, why do you have to build? It's like we used to settle by rivers. Like, just go settle by fucking clean energy. I mean, look, you you have to build transmission. If you could build over there, if you could build (laughs) the like Wyoming wind to California transmission line, great. I'm just not super optimistic on that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Practical about it. Oh, I had one. Bioengineering. In what? Sulfur dioxide. Oh, like geoengineering. Geoengineering. Uh, I'm going to answer nope as far as like that specific application. But um, I don't know. I think there are some interesting things like cloud seeding that feel like potentially less negative that we should yeah. be exploring. Yeah. I haven't looked too much into it. Yeah, I don't know much about Before it. I oh, know. and then trees. Uh, Super juice dope. And trees. Well, sorry, real trees. I mean the bioengineered oh, trees. I'm going to go nope on that. <laughs> right, real trees. Real trees are super dope. Yeah. <laughs> I think trees. that's I think that's where we end it. Yeah. That's... I'm good with that. Organic Big shouts. Trees. I did want to ask you, uh, who, who like your top three climate reporters? Or oh. even just like Energy discourse, or... whatever. Discourse like, folks. Mm. Like who are you like, yeah, that's the goat right there. Winnowing down the list. Who do I like? Whose stuff on Twitter do I like the most? That's basically what I'm trying to answer. Um, Other than Duncan Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think there's a woman named Isodope. She's basically like oh, a yeah. nuclear. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. she's just like, I think that's just like such a great Dope. model to be like, here's this technology. It works super well. We haven't really done much with it for the last yeah. 30 years. Back when that. Completely different approach. What was that technology? What was that app called? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Oh, back yeah. Clubhouse was briefly a thing. That's we did hilarious. a clubhouse what with her. Holy <laughs> shit, that's a deep cut. <laughs> we did a clubhouse with us. We Isodope. did a clubhouse Sick. with her. Yeah. But yeah. not a pod. So I was like, like you're too it. cool. I'm not we should have her on the pod. I had her on mine recently. She was great. And nice. She's super amenable to it. Yeah. Um, that's an example of someone that's like really also just like merging with like cultural zeitgeist. It's not I know. like super. We need more of that. Yeah, yeah I, I think to your point earlier, Duncan, around like the trying to be all big brained about stuff like I think her work is great, but it's not like the most sophisticated analysis of yeah. nuclear fission. It's just like trying to tell people like this is safe. Here's how it's improved since Chernobyl yeah. and Fukushima. Like, And then they like got enough support to like not close a nuclear plant. Yeah. She's done really important activist work. It's like, yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, don't shut it down. That seems good. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dope. Like, dope. Dope. <laughs> yeah. I think Hazel Thayer, she works with Peak Action and they've produced like a new like climate solutions comedy show, which like that's another oh, thing cool. that I don't think a lot of folks are doing is like explicitly oh, nice. being like, I'm going to make this funny and also just like oh, the, do the like disambiguation the of the different like debates. Yeah. I'm like interested in folks that are like taking a pretty different media approach to it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to yeah, all yeah. be like industry reports and newsletters. And is yeah, that the show be. that has the one guy in it? Um, 
his name starts with an R. Oh, I know you're talking about uh, Rodney or Riley or I don't know. No, I think that yeah. might be some. That's like Green Town or some Climate Town or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you know what I'm else. talking about. I've yeah. s- I haven't seen that, but I've seen like tweets about it. That it guy's like interesting. Well. I know of him because he lives in New York City, and he's a really big pool player. Mm. And he's like, he's like a pool shark. Yeah, he's like on the New York City. He's pool like in circuit. the Brooklyn dive bars. Then, yeah. Are you in the pool circuit? There was a moment. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, then when Don't they sent me, dice. send me this video, <laughs> I was going to bring like, that up. this like climate thing. And it was this guy. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what? <laughs> Wait, Mal- is it there... multi-talented? I guess. Yeah. I know. No, I, I remember never... we were talking about, we still have to go to one or something. Go to what? Get a crew. You were talking about the guy. Yeah. Go. What do you mean? To the show. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, was there a third? I'm thinking about that. Um, the third I'd say is like, I'd put out a more open call. I think we need a lot better and more like climate fiction. Oh yeah. Interesting. And I, I feel like there's probably a lot of appetite for that and not just like the doom and gloom. Like you're dropped in like the apocalyptic 2040 scenario where everything's gone to shit, but more of the like solar punk optimist vision of like, this is what the society actually looks like when we've like figured out how to balance. And Corey, we were, we've talked a lot about like, where's the solar punk fiction? Yeah. Like where's the vision of the future? That's just like nature and solar panels and comprehensive that like actually like over the course of a series of stories, like it's not just like the power sector, but it's also ag it's industry. It's transport. It's what have you. There's a guy he recently emailed me after we were talking, I think with Corey or someone asking where the energy fiction was. He has a podcast. This is Fred, the solar guy. Do you know who that is? Sounds he's like sick. this I like old school solar guy who's like it, done marketing. He sounds and stuff. like Bill Nye. And but I he, love that. he has a podcast <laughs> called like, I think, it's called, I think it's called probably true yeah, solar yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like all of this like weird solar fiction that's like maybe true maybe not like i i don't really fully get it but right. maybe we're checking sick. out yeah yeah huh. it's just like Brad the, the perovskite has gotten us to 50 percent efficiency <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's sick do you want to come to our eco rave totally do you I know what it love is yet? dance parties around new york so Fuck yeah it sounds like that might be on offer i don't even know if that's true but that we're trying to do solar and battery powered parties great let me know how I can with help. a group called the Solar Punks Club. Super down. They're like into, but no, I totally agree. I like that you took that tact. It's like the way to like get a lot of these ideas out is through like like culture and like yeah. good aesthetics, not like whatever the fuck we just talked about for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need like the bros of decarbonization, like merch line, you know, Colleen took offense to we're not, you mean we're not, uh, change people's minds with like 30 second TikTok videos. <laughs> Please listen to this two hour podcast. Yeah. And by the end of it, yeah. you might be more confused than you started. That's right. <laughs> These folks don't really know what they want either. <laughs> <laughs> they just talked for two hours. I have no clue. All right, well, big shouts to them. Yeah. True. Not that, I mean, the people you mentioned. Yeah. Not the, not the, not the haters and not the, the doomsayers. Yeah, fuck the haters. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Is that, are we good? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. Beautiful. Big shouts to you, man. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Thanks this for having great. me. This one yeah. was super fun. We'll see you at the Eco Rave. <laughs>